Welcome to this, the final episode of Freedom Good Heart. <laughs> no, we've, we've been away for a while, Ben. Yeah. Uh, I should introduce myself. I'm Michael Hing. I'm Ben Jenkins. And uh, we last one of these recorded was, I think, in May, but it mm-hmm. never made it up because I was running for the Senate at the time. Yep. And the one, the, the last one we actually did yes. was in, uh, what was it, probably April, I think. So it's been a couple of weeks, a month. It's, it's been a long time. Um, you want, do you want to update people? You're now a senator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, so I tried to... So I went, I was going through our inbox today. Yeah. Trying to... A lot, uh, of, a lot of very cross people. Yes. And also a lot of very helpful people sending in a lot of great classifieds mm-hmm. for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it made me try to try... I wanted to try and put our podcast on Spotify because a lot of people are asking for that. Are they? So I tried to do that. It was going to send you an eight-digit code because it's your email address it's attached to. Sure. I was like, I can't be bothered with that. Yeah, I can't be trusted <laughs> with an eight-digit code. Yeah. <laughs> I'd freak out. I can't I, I can't. <laughs> Text Ben and ask him for an eight-digit code. Uh-huh. But it did make me check our numbers. And Ben, yeah. have you seen our numbers? No. Our podcast has gone viral. Really? Our podcast <laughs> is now listened to somehow. <laughs> since we stopped doing it, it's ha- it has now over 11,000 listeners. Really? <laughs> I, have, I have no idea who you are or why you're listening to this. Um, ah. But it is it's, it's shut up the charts. And I don't, I honestly, don't, maybe it's Dragon Friend stuff. Maybe it's. Maybe it's, uh, are, are we are we treating them mean and keeping them keen? Is that- uh, look, if you're if you're a new listener who's 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 joined uh, the Freedom of Good Home. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We call family. You, yeah, family. Hall of Cowards. Yeah. Since uh, we last recorded an episode, please let us know why you. Why, <laughs> why are you, you here? Because we've not promoted this at all. I think one of the most warm things you can do when somebody comes to an unfamiliar place mm. is immediately demand why they're there. <laughs> That's how I sell all my comedy shows. Yeah. Hey, everyone, great to be here. Thanks. Why are you here? <laughs> I think we opened Dragon Friend shows for about two years with that. <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> Um, oh man, well that's exciting. Welcome. Mm. Uh, so, what's so, been happening with your life? Well, I'm so, yeah. I uh, I have we've taken some time off, and it's mainly my fault. Um, you uh, you had the baby to I, raise. I had the baby to, to raise and moved house, mm. and just generally just contempt for all of you, <laughs> especially you also, the new listeners. <laughs> you've, you've also had a, you've got a, a very secret job, which I don't think you're allowed to talk about. But at any point, will we be allowed to talk about it? Yeah, probably. One day I'll be able to talk about how I started the coup in Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a real Bay of Ben situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been working in reality TV, yeah. uh, which has been really wild. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Um, can you can you say anything without names, or is it is it all is, is it all too secret? The, the the NDA that I signed <laughs> to work on this, this show, the non disclosure agreement. Yeah. Was the most horrifying document I've ever signed in my life. When you opened up the NDA, did it sort of like curse at you yeah, in, a, in, a, in an ancient tongue? And then you, you, listeners can't see this, but just because I've brought up the NDA, a, a sort of laser sight has appeared <laughs> over my heart region, That's and uh, they're allowed to take me at any moment. But uh, it's been really interesting. I've I've been you know that um, Mighty Mighty Boston's lyric that I think about a lot. Uh, and which one could it be? Um, <laughs> The uh, I, I'm not a coward. I've just never been tested. <laughs> I've never had to test my moral uh, line when sure. it comes to making television. Because TV, I've, I've I've made my entire career. Mm. It hasn't been like morally great TV, but it hasn't necessarily been a morally ambiguous TV. It's, sure. It tends to have been like pretty milk toast satire, for honest. Yes, right, or just okay. or just really stupid comedy. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm in the same. I, I yeah, that. right. Yes, so you've yeah, never yeah, had yeah. to be like, oh, is this, is this an okay thing to do? Is Whereas, the show I'm making yeah, potentially a bad show? Or not, not just bad quality or whatever, but you mean, you're talking the, about morally. For the first time I've had to go... Is the world a worse place for having this product in it? Which I should have been thinking about with this podcast for years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, g- given the given, given how Dungeons and Dragons podcast, which is mostly about we and cum, and this Classifieds podcast, which is mostly again about we and cum, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why the qualms you've got. <laughs> no, it's because finally you're actually making money out of those things I, and not these. I think, it's, I think it's money. I think it's potential reach. But but the first time I had to be like, and I, it's interesting. I discovered where my line is. So that was good. That's it's good to know where your line on is. this secret job. On this, on, when on one I was of the secret arranging jobs. A, yeah, on, the, on, one of the, on one of the jobs, I was like, huh, that's where that is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, good. I think everybody should do that. I think what you should do is keep doing more and more morally ambiguous jobs. Well, find until... your, whatever your job is, right? If you work mm. in a, a glue factory. Sure. Find the you most. You should be the person who slits the throats <laughs> of the horses. Find them. Yeah, exactly. Find the most morally compromised part of that glue factory. Right. And work a couple of shifts there. But it's not even within the glue factory. It's no, go you want to the, find the most morally compromised factory as a whole sure. to work in. Whether that's in the factory to 
sector or the glue sector. I don't know how, which way you want to slice that. Um, um, but yeah, so uh, I've been wow. I've been busy, and uh, Hing is at, at uh, our new apartment. Not our new. We haven't we haven't moved in. No. It's on an odd couple situation. <laughs> da, Although, can ta-da. you imagine? You don't have to. We did once. Um, so thank you for coming. Yeah, no, this has been great. As I was saying uh, to you just before we started recording, yeah. Dan, uh, this is kind. Of, I was saying to you, this is. It's a it's a fancy part of town you live in now, not a yep. trendy part of town, but it's a, 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 it's a very good way of putting it. Very fancy part of town, and I was like, this is kind of the place where uh, where the queen would live if she had a house in the city. And then you sure. told me, well, the governor general lives like like <laughs> a, 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 a close, nearby. And, um, and so there's lots of uh, Australian federal an, police cars around. Tremendous amount of federal um, police cars around. And, and what's great about that is the AFP, who were just wandering the streets, doing their job protecting the Governor General and sure. the dignitaries who live near here. And also the Prime Minister is also around somewhere. As in, oh, the, the Prime Minister's house. Because well, there's here. Admiralty House and there's Kirribilli House. This is oh. all get cut, but. No, well, well, I'm kind of doxing myself in a way <laughs> because I'm the Governor General. <laughs> <laughs> you are Quinton Bryce? But I'm just saying that what Who's this, the Governor General? Uh, do not, not, do not Quinton Bryce? Do not rightly recall. It has not been Quinton Bryce for a while. <laughs> okay. But I can tell you that one of the goals of this podcast has been to get the Governor General on. And it's never been easier than now. So, well, 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 just just what I noticed as I was wandering through is is because it's a nice part of the town. Yeah. It's also a place a lot of tourists come. Yes, very much To so. take photos, right? Mm. Because um, you live near the water and whatnot, I'll 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 dox, I'll, I'll do the GPS coordinates in the <laughs> sure, Facebook group. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but what I noticed was the AFP, who were meant to be there, like you know, stopping people from hurting the governor general or whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> bully. That's, so you from bullying the governor general. That's on their badge general. in Latin. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like four AFP officers in a car in, in two cars. Yeah. Right? A, a big vanny one and then a small sedany one. Yeah. And they were watching. A very frazzled old Chinese couple yeah. try to park a car and <laughs> offering any help or just <laughs> absolutely not. They have sunglasses, sitting in the car like a uh-huh. stakeout, but the stakeout the, the crime they're watching is Bad a sixty-year-old woman trying to park a car. <laughs> it was very sad. Part of like you know, like uh, I, I walk Moses around this neighborhood, and there's like a little park next to the Governor General's house. And like there is a, there is a police presence, but there's also kind of like a nice lack of it. Like you know, I think one of the things that Australians are weirdly proud of is like oh, like our, our, our elected officials don't walk around with crazy amounts of bodyguards. And oh stuff. yeah. Um, but like I was walking through that park with him, and I just noticed that like someone had just like right next door to the governor general's house just set up a tent where they were living. And I was like, maybe that's too lax. <laughs> like, that's a head of state. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, did you tell Mo to take his tent down? I did. I said, "You've got a house. Come back." All right. This is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds to find the best and worst things to talk about. And this, Ben. Yes. I discovered this, and I think you'll really enjoy it. This is from the South Philadelphia area. L- wonderful part of the world. I've been there before. Hello. Have you really been to South Philadelphia before? Sure, I have. What were you doing in Philadelphia? I was looking at the Liberty Bell. Ah, uh, ding dong. Uh, no, I spent like a week there when we lived in New York. It was really oh, of nice. Course. Uh, well, this is entitled. I will fight. <laughs> I will fight any Irish person. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> this is a, this is a oh, man, man looking for another man. Sure. Sicilian born and raised in Jersey, trying to prove <laughs> that Italians are better than the Irish. Uh-huh. Will fight any Irish person. <laughs> no. Must be from South Philly. Uh, why? Fight has to happen on the ninth, and Christian. At, uh, oh, sorry. Fight has to happen on 9th and Christian, that uh, is streets, the yep, streets, yep, yep. outside Lorenzo's Pizza. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a, hang on, that's a... <laughs> it's a real home to situation a, yeah, if you're Sicilian. Yeah, that's a home ground advantage for the... Uh, shirts optional, last name starting with Mc preferred, which I think is Scottish, That's Scottish, that's, that's 100p Scottish. <laughs> no weapons, please contact me to set up a date and time. Uh... <laughs> Would you? So, are you, do you have any Irish blood in you, Ben? No, Welsh. Welsh. Uh, okay. Well, I, I am. Uh, I think. I think according to my DNA test, I'm something like three percent Irish. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, do you think I could do that? How Italian are you? No, no. I'm. I'm fighting an Italian. Oh I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm way asking, more. Well, I'm asking, are you more Italian than you are Irish? My understanding is I'm zero percent uh, oh, Italian. Okay. Italian. Okay. Um, so I think I could go. Do you think if I just turned up and was like, <laughs> hey, I've got my. I've got my DNA test here. Yeah. Could I fight you? I think, I mean... Would this Sicilian man fight me? I think if you turned up uh, with a DNA test and some forged documents to say you were from South Philly, because that seems to be important to him. Oh, sure. Yeah, he must but be from that, South Philly. Well, hang on. Is that, is that because it's happening in South Philly or is that because he has this... Oh, do you think there's an Italians v. Irish uh, clash going on in South Philly? Well, I th- here's what I think. <laughs> I think 
that this guy has put way too many caveats on this. Oh, in order to never have to fight. To never have to fight or oh. because he knows... The like for some reason maybe there aren't many Italians in South Philly maybe there are heaps I don't know what oh. I'm saying is like I feel like he's like yeah I'll fight anyone if they're from here and they can provide a birth certificate <laughs> <laughs> and on this date outside this pizzeria like yeah I, I think get you maybe somebody's been like hey man you uh, you're super racist about the Italians <laughs> or the Irish rather um, put up or shut up and he's like yeah I'll do it and then he puts it up online but it's all, all these caveats so he'll never have to realize his goal of fighting an Italian now I don't know a lot about. Uh, pizza, sure, or Lorenzo as a name. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Sicilian or not. I, I, is there a chance that Lorenzo's <laughs> Pizza is his pizza restaurant? <laughs> okay, we can't rule it out. <laughs> and and it, so if you were running a pizza restaurant, yeah, it, under what circumstances would fighting the Irish outside your pizza restaurant <laughs> be a good thing? Like, what is what I'm is struggling that? Struggling to think of any. Is it a marketing ploy at all? Could it could it possibly be a marketing ploy? Um, if you win the fight, you get a free slice. That's it. That is a marketing point. <laughs> Come to my pizza restaurant if you're Irish. If you can fight, if you can if, beat Lorenzo. If you can beat Lorenzo up, you get a slice. If you don't, my my racism continues. <laughs> because that's the thing. Like he's like, I'm out to prove something, and it's like, well, I actually, what does he say? He's trying to prove. He's trying to prove. Uh, I'm trying to prove that Italians are better than the Irish. Doesn't say. I mean, it's implied I, that he's talking about fighting, but it's not explicit. But also, the sample size is far too small. Like, <laughs> like that's obviously I should have many, many more issues with this mm. because it's essentially racial violence. But my issue right now is that of data. Like, <laughs> yeah, so exactly because I can think of a very strong Italian person, a very weak Irish Irish person, also like physically, I could, or I could think of a very uh, weak Italian person uh, and, and a strong Irish. But you know what I mean? Yeah, you I mean, could, also like you, you know, thinking to myself like. Well, how? What about the strongest Italian in you can think of? Yep, done. <laughs> Versus Rocky, Rocky Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Julius Caesar. Uh, well, he's dead. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, Rocky Balboa doesn't exist. Well, uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, and the strongest Irish person, uh, probably Conor McGregor. I imagine. Yeah, great call. Great call. So, could Conor McGregor beat Julius Caesar in a fight? What, can we not? Can we come back to Rocky Balboa? Because <laughs> okay. I feel like those two are better matched. Okay, they're both trained fighters. Do you know who we need? We, we need Cameron James or Alexi Teleopolis for this. Oh, because I feel like <laughs> <that> was, this, <laughs> this is fighting Drago season two. Yeah, because I also it's... I also feel like they've run the numbers on a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, because I think the plot of Rocky something, maybe Rocky four, is he fights, he goes in time, fights Julius Caesar. Well, no, so why would he fight Julius? <laughs> Somebody runs like a computer simulation And they're oh. like Rocky would actually beat anyone alive today Which is now that I think about it It's insane <laughs> But I think that'd, that'd be a good That'd be a good fight to watch uh, Rocky Balboa versus Conor McGregor Well let's be honest It'd be Sylvester Stallone versus well, Okay so it'd be what a 70 year old man uh-huh. Getting punched by a man who Wears nice suits and um, Vicious vi- a, vi- yeah, a vicious killer <laughs> <laughs> And mate, brew- I think he brews whiskey now I think Sure Conor McGregor I don't know I a lot about it I probably Like without Without being dramatic I think he would He would kill A 70 year old man <laughs> Like I think that that's what you'd actually come to, and I think you'd, that you would the fight would start and it would be like a novelty, and then you'd realise collectively as a group that you'd come to watch a seven year old man get beaten to get death murdered. by a psychopath, and I think I don't think that'd be a good feeling. But then Conor McGregor could have free slice pizza. That's true. Which would be good for him. That's true. All right, Ben, do you have one for us? Yeah, I do. Uh, this is a. This is a, this is a I don't quite understand this one. It was sent in by Catriona uh, Lang. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, Hall of Cowards inductee. Yeah, uh, this this was actually posted in our uh, Facebook group, the Freddie Good Home Freddie Good Home Podcast Facebook group. Yes, uh, uh, which again, people are still trying to sell a lot of furniture in. That is not the purpose of the group. I think that now that we've gone viral, <laughs> we have enough of a base that they can do that too. All right. Um, so this this is in, from Toronto Craigslist. Trying to park in my spot with a broken foot. <laughs> You were trying to take my spot. You insisted I move as you had a handicapped permit. I told you to fuck off again. I also told you how annoying you were. Your car was missing parts. Mine was complete. (laughs) Wow, weird flex, but okay. (laughs) I left. Would love to catch up. So I assume this is in the misconnections part. Of, yeah, of Craigslist. Do you think this is somebody like who is unable to apologize? Oh, you know those people who are like, yeah. like pathologically unable to apologize. Will never say the word sorry. And so like he's outlined this in such a way that like 
makes it very clear he's the bad guy. Mm. And then he's like, well, maybe we could talk about it more. Like, <laughs> As part of a 12-step pro... pro uh, yeah, yeah, because it feels to me like, you know, I've said this on the podcast before, one of my favourite things in life is when people are telling a story and you're like, oh, you don't realise you're the bad guy. <laughs> there's no, even within that, there's no way that you could tell the story without realising that you're the bad guy. I, that happened to me recently. What? what? Tell, telling a story and, and then midway through it, while I was talking to my friends, mm. realised that, that everyone listening to the story thought that I was the villain. Oh, you, you had that like mid-story tell. Uh, and then I, and then I, well, it's, it's an interesting moment because you're not sure... What to do? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if I've told you this, Ben, uh-huh. but when Hum and I uh, moved into here, we purchased a couch. Sure. Not unlike your couch, in sure. It is blue. Yep. Okay. okay. It's blue. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then Hum said to me, "Well, we spent a bit of money on the couch. We didn't have a lot of money uh, to spend on other stuff." So she said, "Let's go to IKEA, get some yep. cheap shit to yep. fill out the rest of the house." Then she, had to, I think she had to go away in Melbourne or something to write on this thing she's writing on. And, sure. Um, so I, I was left in charge of that, and she said to me, "Can you go and get? Have I told you the story?" No. Oh, she said to me, "Can you go and can you go and get all the other furniture and just make sure it goes with the blue couch?" And so my brain oh, fuck. Heard, heard that, <laughs> heard those words, uh-huh. and then was like, "Goes with the blue couch. Goes with the great. Gonna get all. Gonna 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 get a blue rug and a blue oh. table." <laughs> so you've not been to our house, no. but it's very blue. Uh huh. I'm gonna Huge blue rug. There's a blue. And uh, anyway, yeah. so then. <laughs> that happened yeah. And then sh- She came back And was like What the fuck You're fucking bowbird What is wrong with you sure, She's sure. furious You know what Hum can be like Yeah She's a va- Crazy <laughs> Crazy lady Yeah, so, so, yeah. And, and, uh, and I was like oh, I <laughs> fucked up Haven't I She's like Yes you fucked up What is wrong with you I'm like I'm so sorry <laughs> I mean in fairness To give you instructions Like That aren't really specific Was kind of on her because you're so fucking stupid. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you, you've uh, you, you've experienced this before yeah, many yeah, times. Yeah. Yeah. So then, this was the thing. This was and this was the bit of the story I was telling my friends when I realised I was the villain. Sure. She went away again, and I thought to surprise her because oh, no. we had just moved in. We didn't have any of the appliances for sure. the um, kitchen or whatever. Uh-huh. So I went and bought. A um, toaster and a kettle and a, uh-huh. and, a, and a bucket of blue paint <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like a lot. I probably I think I bought like six appliances, a, a juicer and a whatever, just sure, blender, sure, sure. whatever. And I bought all matching ones that were all blue. Oh God! Think thinking uh-huh. that this would be a funny joke. No. Well, and then I, and then Hum came home was uh, you know. Well, she was like, hey, this is not... Why yeah. did you do this? Uh-huh. This is very hurtful that you've decided to use our house as that we ju- live in as a joke, as a, yeah, as a yeah. bit. What are you doing? That's it, no one likes to live in a bit. <laughs> no, That's I, I mean, well, I love it. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but, sorry, uh, sorry. I have uh, yeah. many brain worms. Yeah. And so then we got into a, a bit of a tiff about it. Mm. I then went... Uh, the next day was at work, was yeah. like telling Cam and, and, and Vic and Jenna and everyone. And at this point, you didn't realise you were the villain of It this. was, I reckon... Five minutes into me telling the story, to, like I was well into telling the story uh-huh. to them, being like, and she's and she's mad at me, and everyone uh-huh. was like, "You need to sit down and think about what you've done." Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh, you think I'm?" And then yeah, I, I had I sort of had to apologize a lot. Anyway, sure, so. sure. <laughs> so so do you still have all these appliances? Or have you taken some of them back? And no, every now and again I'll just buy one more blue thing because oh. I. <laughs> The other day. Well, it's good to see that you've learned. The other day, nothing. I purchased a lava lamp, a blue lava lamp. Oh, okay. And I set it up so that when Harm came home, she when she puts her keys down on the table, she she was she saw the invoice and she was like, she looked, she's like, what? Did you buy a blue lava lamp? And then as you come into our house, you can't really see where I was sitting. Yeah. And as she came around the corner, I was just cradling it like a baby. <laughs> you, and I'd been sitting there for forty minutes waiting oh for her to come God. home. Hing, please don't force your girlfriend to live in a bit, please. <laughs> but now she loves the lava lamp. Now <sighs> I come home and she's just she's uh, she does a thing which she uh, which uh, she calls watching lamp, where she um, just sort of watches the lava lamp. See, I remember there was a period in the early two thousands where lava lamps had a real comeback. I don't mm. know where you'd get a lava lamp now. If uh, I, gun, like, gun to my head, I wouldn't know. There's a place in the UK that's been like steadily making them since the 60s. It's the same place. Oh, so you got one shipped because I remember you couldn't move for lava lamps in like <laughs> in like 2000 and I mean, 1999, 2000. Towers come yeah, down, it stops. Yeah. But like that. <laughs> <laughs> They were like, now is not the time for, for liquids to move within other liquids. Yeah, well, that, well, do you remember also, that was around about the time that inflatable furniture 
We, oh. we lost out. I don't know if this was an international thing or just an Australian thing, but yeah. for a while, around about the time that um, Eiffel 65 was changing pop music forever <laughs> with I'm Blue, <laughs> which you really should, if you do want to continue to live in a bit, you should have had that blasting when Hum came home. Um, <laughs> I, don't ha- I haven't paid for um, Spotify, sure. so I, it's hard for well, me to find all the songs I want. Yeah, yeah. because you've run out of money because you've b- hoarded things like a fucking Bowerbird, <laughs> as Hum says. Uh, uh, yeah, remember that inflatable furniture? Mm. And I remember like getting mm. it, even as like a... 12 year old and thinking like this is insane like why isn't all furniture inflatable this, and then sitting down I was like oh this is this it's is so uncomfortable this is awful you get static electricity all over your body but it was amazing because I reckon like the manufacturer like that sector knew that like I reckon there was like a calculation somewhere oh. where they were like what we need to do is sell as because if you try this once you will never ever do it again, and you will tell yeah. as many people as possible. So we just need to offload as many units before. It's like it's like booking people to watch TV shows. Yeah, it's like you, no one who's ever seen a TV show taped will ever go back. No one, no one goes to two TV tapings. No. So nobody buys two inflatable couches. Yeah. Like so, they just needed to like. There must be an economic term to this where they just need to like flood the market. Before. It's called fraud. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. called fraud. Yeah. Uh, hey Ben, can I share this one with you? Yeah, this one. Is real good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was sent in by uh, McKay Finley. Thank you, McKay. What a name! Yeah, and it was. This is taken from the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera 4K and 6K user group. Right. So this is a very specific. A, a, group. A, a, this is a Facebook group for a high-end cameras. Mm. These 4K, 6K. These are these are these are very very expensive. I'll cameras. be honest. I didn't know it went up to 6K. I I didn't either. You know. By the way, I. Uh, <laughs> you know how like we, you and I have worked in TV for a little bit now mm. and um, we've both also worked jobs where like, you know, we haven't really had like a ton of crew. So we've had to do some of the crew stuff exactly. ourselves, even if we're in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, I have, <laughs> I don't know about you, but like I know nothing about cameras, but I've, I've done enough now that I really should. Um, and like to the point where camera operators assume that I know a lot about cameras <laughs> and the, yeah, swing a lens. You're like, no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I, that's the thing. I have two things that I say. I say, should we swing a lens on that? <laughs> and I say, is that in 4k? <laughs> so we'll shoot this in 4k, swing a lens. Great. Let's, uh, <laughs> those, are your only two. those are my only two things. So I say that to every new camera operator and they see right through me and then just hand me a tripod to carry. <laughs> we get that in 4k. Did we get that in 4k? I don't think I'm saying it right because I think you're either shooting in 4K or not. So if we start the day shooting in 4K and we just... Can we get that in 4K? We, everything we're doing is in 4K, Ben. Like, that's the impression that I get. Swing a lens means change the lens on the camera, I understand. Now, I thought that kind of meant just move the camera. So, like, there's been a lot of times where I now realise, looking back, on the conversations I've had with these really patient people, that I was saying things that didn't make sense and they were really sweet about it. They were like, I'd be like, can we get that in 4K? They'd be like, I think we can. Anyway, so this is posted in a high-end camera group that you could perhaps. I'm going to say now. I'm now. To. Now I'll say let's get it in 6K. <laughs> uh, this is this is posted by someone called John to that group. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a video and it's entire. It's a it's, it's an ad. It says videographer to document my confessions uh. <laughs> before I turn myself in. Oh no! I want to document my confessions. What? So people can study the way my mind works. What? Must have your own equipment. Sure. Must not scare easy. No weapons. That's the second ad we've read today that says no weapons. My favourite part about this is so they can study the Mm -hmm. way my mind works. Yeah. Well, you think... I I think it's really important if you're a serial killer, you have to think, how will my season of Mind Hunter look (laughs) (laughs) if they don't have the correct source materials? First of all, I will say this. Shooting in 4K or 6K... 6K, as it it were. As it were, uh, is a luxury you don't need. For for a confession. Use your phone. Use your phone and get because the most important thing is sound. So <laughs> spend a little bit of money on a on a lapel mic. You can get ones that plug right into the phone, which is great. A lavalier that goes onto your lapel and uh, do that. But no, shooting in. Do we get that in four K? <laughs> And the bodies will never be discovered. Do we get, can we get that in 6K? 6K, guys? Swing a lens? Can we get a, let's get a drone shot of me confessing <laughs> to murdering 18 backpackers in the Blanklow Forest, please. Oh, man. Did, did you see that um, uh, Ivan Milat, the, the, the serial killer, for, uh, the Australian serial killer, I think yep. maybe Australia's most notorious serial killer. I'd say so, yeah. Um, were recently came out, uh, released a statement. He wrote like a several page letter to the Herald saying, "I'm innocent." And it meant. <laughs> Did it, they run it? Uh, well, they read. They they. I think they ran the 
he'd sent it and they ran excerpts from it. What? But then, but uh-huh. then they also, which was quite funny of the Herald, um, they ran just snippets of all the evidence <laughs> that definitely means he definitely did it. Like, it's, 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 it's sorry, to be clear, it was, these are awful crimes that happened, but sure. the, the, the amount of evidence. Linking to the, it's comedic the amount the how guilty this man is. <laughs> I think Carl Carl Sanderlands mm. is a Malat truther. Really? Yeah. Oh, I well. think we have some high profile media Malat. Can't truthers. wait for us to get sued by Mr. Sanderlands. <laughs> so, so, so for example, one of the things that that means Ivan Malat definitely did is after he murdered all these poor backpackers. Mm-hmm. And how over how long was this? Uh, I think it was over several years. Right, it was right. over over three years. He like uh, their possessions that were taken from their bodies like and out of their backpacks and whatnot, yeah. turned up in his house. Sure. Along with many of the weapons used to kill now them. Now that's bad optics. And then on and then this is the thing, like some of the other possessions that went missing from from their from mm-hmm. their, their belongings mm-hmm. ended up with like f- in in uh, owned by other friends and family of his. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the thing Let's, I find the most disturbing, which is that Malat was he killing re-gifted. people. And then was, was like, I'll, I'll take those shoes yeah. and then I'll give them to John. So not only a murderer, but quite cheap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's the ethics there? Not of the murdering. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It, couldn't you be done? Can you be done for receiving stolen goods? If they were stolen from someone the person had already murdered. I, I imagine you would be able to. We'll have to ask Anya when she gets back. <laughs> is this the kind of uh, the kind of legal questioning she's missed while we've been away? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think I'd take this gig. No, just, just no, to be clear. Uh, I mean, air, or videographers, shooter producers, they're always looking for work. And just the other thing. Like, it could look good in a CV. Must, must bring own equipment. Right, that makes exact sense. Yeah. And then... Must not scare easy. Well, yeah, because you don't want to be starting telling the story and then they go, woo, woo, and run away. Uh, I'm really enjoying the idea of like a Mindhunter style confession video, but done in the style of like a corporate video that these people would be (laughs) most obviously shooting with like fucking, um, uh, what do you call it? Like xylophone music in the background. Marimbas or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. soft focus. (laughs) (laughs) Again, drone footage. Like really make it pop. So, yeah, you're not a fan of this one? Even, even, maybe this would be a great opportunity for you to learn how to use the camera spin. That's true. Turn up to this guy's house. I reckon his crimes suck. Oh, you think that, you think it's not a serial I, I, killer? I think if you're a real serial killer, yeah. you just write what you did and come, wrap it around a brick <laughs> and throw it through the police the station. Police station. <laughs> and then yell Batman and run away. Yeah, that's like, that's... This is not the this is not the, the way. This is a showboater who's like, oh, and then I... And I... And, uh, uh, Perhaps, perhaps this will be of interest to you. I put pears through the self-service <laughs> as though uh, they were carrots. <laughs> ah! um, uh, sorry, just thinking of Batman then for a second. Yeah, it's brought up an idea in my brain. Sure. In Batman, yep. You know how Batman is 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 uh, what's the word? He's summoned. What? Oh, you by know, the light. Yeah. By, the, by the. Why has no one ever just made their own light? I'm sure there's some shitty comic that's done. The that. Riddler's made his own light and yeah. then captured. Yeah. Okay. But also, why don't just you just follow where the light is and then just camp, camp out there and then just wait, I don't know, a day? Has that ever happened? Because by its definition, like it's quite easy to find because it's, 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 it's a signal. Just go do do it backwards. I wonder if Batman's still using... Well, he's not real, Hink, so I don't think he's doing anything. But do you think in the comic that's set in 2019, do you think Batman's still using the light? Or do you think they've just got they've just got there's, a WhatsApp there's a, group? There's an app. There's an you know what I love? I'm really enjoying at the moment this kind of part of um, collapse that we're in, where we're like desperately affixing meaning to pop culture. That's oh, like, this sure. feels relatively new. Yeah, like, not only for past five years or so. Mm. Like everything as, as, as a world collapses around us, as democracy crumbles, etc. Yeah, as yeah. like we become more atomized, mm. and as like communities fall apart, and we don't really have any identity that that is meaningful. Yes. Assigning like huge significance to pop culture is really funny, mm. and it's it, it, like in the past when that's happened, it's like it's at least been like beautiful paintings, and like that's stupid, but at right. least like. Yeah. But now, like what what I love about it is like like this new Joker movie. <laughs> where it's where it's where it's become like these characters have become like almost like mythic archetypes, mm. and what I enjoy doing whenever I read an article about it, where it's like uh, you know the Joker represents chaos, he is blah blah. I, I like to think about the first time that whoever invented them came up because I guarantee you. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, how do we come with Spider-Man? Like Stan Lee talks about this, where he's like, I was at my desk and I thought, ah, we need a, what about Bugman? That doesn't work. And then I saw a spider. That's it. I went to lunch. That's the whole, I guarantee you that if you are, if you found the origins sure, of the Joker, yeah. it would be like, well, uh, Marvel uh, had clown guy. And uh, I thought, well, they've got that. And I had a lot of green ink. So I just did that. And then I had like, all these stories end with, and then I had lunch. No fucking thought went to this whatsoever, but we've like reverse engineered it to be these like mythic. I love it. It's like my, yeah. Do, do you think the same thing happens with, more classic characters. Sure. Like the guy who came up with Hercules was like, he's big and strong? We need something. <laughs> and then I had lunch. Hing, do you want one? Yes, please. This is taken from Brooklyn, mm -hmm. uh, from Craigslist, Brooklyn. I've was... been there. Oh, have you? Mm, nice. In New York. Yeah, huh? It's a nice part of the world. Thank you, Chari. Uh, sorry. Thank you, Charo Savrenti, for sending this in. I apologize if I mispronounce your name there. Um, on our Freddie Good Home uh, Facebook group. Facebook group. Um, <laughs> Woman to sit in my bathtub full of ramen noodles. Fuck yeah. This is an interesting one, isn't it? Because it, it's a sentence that gets that starts fine and then it, basically every word <laughs> becomes more alarming. So we're on Craigslist, woman, fine. Man looking for woman, yep. absolutely. To sit, all right, in my bathtub, well... I don't know. Full of well, if it was if it was just full of water, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be saying what it's what's it's probably a, more comfortable than an empty bath. Yeah, full of what? Full of ramen noodles? No, thanks. I will pay you though one hundred and seventy five dollars. That's US to sit in my bathtub full of ramen noodles. I would do that. I Wear, mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a wearing I'm not a, a baby a bathing suit. Also, not nude. No, I will not be home. Nor will anyone else while you do this. Well, hmm. I will give you the keys when we while we meet, and you will go to my apartment thereafter. <laughs> it will require what's it? What's it there? A thirty-minute soak. The noodles will be cooked and therefore slippery. <laughs> Please take care. Uh, and uh, Charo has made the point. Uh, that's that's one hundred seventy five dollars isn't bad, even if this turns out to be a broke uni student version of Hannibal. <laughs> uh, I would do this. I would do this for. I mean, I'm not a beautiful woman, but I would do this I mean, for one hundred seventy five dollars. This is the thing, right? This is something that we come up against a lot on this podcast, and we we've, we've like raised it with a bunch of guests, and like everybody has a different opinion. Mm. So like, this is definitely something for someone to jerk off into, right? Like, but but how would they know that it's happened? Like, that's do you, what, do you have cares? to film yourself? Who cares? Or? You don't have to film yourself. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. It's like, do I care if I do this like relatively benign thing? Benign thing. Yeah. Knowing that, that someone's going to jerk off to it. Mm. And like, it's interesting because it's really split a lot of our guests. I have a friend who I think I've brought up on the podcast before who got. Um, so this, she's, she's a writer. Um, she like, writes about politics, but mm. she got solicited on um, Twitter on a, in a DM, being like, "How much for your underwear?" Mm. And she was like, 200 bucks." <laughs> and didn't and send off science. She's like, two hundred bucks a pair. But then is is I wonder if part of the fetish for this person is if there's material like like no one's gonna be home mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. probably is, is there a blinking red light oh see that's different if you take this at its word yeah do you have a problem with it uh no i mean i don't uh -huh. but i would not begrudge anyone who did <laughs> you would respect <laughs> I, if, and fair enough if you read this and were like absolutely i don't want to do that mm -hmm. i wouldn't be like what so what we're gonna just eat dirt for the rest of our lives <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't you know yeah. I would, <laughs> well this person probably thinks having a nice schnitzel for lunch is weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah like if my if i was a kid and my dad refused to do this i'd be like oh great i'll just yeah I, I, I guess i'll just have shitty shoes and one of nice cool clothes dad <laughs> <laughs> 175 bucks isn't bad uh but i would I mean, I, safe, safety guaranteed, I would definitely do this. That's the thing. If I wouldn't I go, do yeah. it because I don't think there's anything genuine about this ad at all. No. I, I think as with all of a lot of these ads, the thing that they've left out at the end, which they actually, you know how they you know how they add the uh, do not contact yes. me with blah, blah, yes. blah. They, they should just auto add. You can opt out if you want, but it should be like, I will be murdering yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it should be I will be. And there should be an option murdering you or jerking off. That's <laughs> the two things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so then let's get so inside the mind of the person who posted this. Yeah. Do you think 
that when they wrote that they wouldn't be home, mm-hmm. do you think that they are saying that because they think people would find it uncomfortable for them to be home? Yes. Or do you think that's part of it? Where it's like, I need to be outside of the house. I need to think about them. No, I think, it's, I think it's like, hey, I know, I know what I'm asking you for is not selling my fridge. I understand <laughs> that. You may have come onto this website to look for a fridge to buy. I want you to hear me out, though. Mm. I don't have a fridge to offer. I have $175, which will go some of the way to a fridge. I'm assuming you're not someone who does this sort of stuff on the reg. So first of all, let me just say, I won't be home while you're doing this new thing, right? We'll right. meet up. You'll have the keys. I think that's important. Like, mm. I won't let you in. You'll have the keys, so I can't get in, you know? So you can you can have those keys, and then you can let me back in mm. um, after you're all nice and soupy. Wait, so in this scenario, you think there's only one pair of keys? Well, one set of keys? I think, that's the, I think that's what's being implied. I will give you the keys while we meet, and you will go to my apartment thereafter. So he like, he, he, like, yeah. he, like, goes to lengths to point out that, like, you, you will have a set of keys... Because also just like from a even from a non creepy thing, I think if I'm sitting in a bath, can I bring a book? Like if I'm sitting in a bathtub, and I know he's like in the other. Do you have to provide your own noodles? You no, 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 no. Uh, the noodles will be cooked. Okay, so he's so going to provide the noodles. Well, how many? How many packs of noodles? I was got? just thinking that. What do you? What do you need? So what's a, what's a pack of ramen? Cost? I reckon his like total. Fifty cents each. Yeah, I reckon his total outlay for this entire operation is three hundred and fifty dollars. Right, so 175 for the talent. For the talent, <laughs> yeah. 175 for production costs. Yeah, yeah, which is noodles. Yeah, and do you think there's flavor sachets in there as well? Actually, no, because there's a bit that I didn't see, which is do not bring any sauce. What? I will season the sauce after I get home. So I, I, I didn't see that last line. Do not bring any sauce. I will season the sauce after I get home pr- prior to dinner. So I think he's he gonna... wants to eat the noodles. Yeah, of course he does. I thought that, I thought we we're on the same page. Really, what he wanted to do with the noodles? No, eat them, I... then jerk off into them. But we'll, I mean, we'll, there's an order there. I don't so know what he, it is. So he's then thinking about you stewing. I don't know what, in I, the noodles. I, I, I'm no mind hunter, Michael Hing. This person hasn't recorded the video in 6K. <laughs> I don't. I don't pretend to understand. <laughs> What's going on in this person's head? All I know is that <laughs> somebody's going to sit in a bath of noodles in Brooklyn. They might be doing it right now. They might. You know what, do you know what they might be doing? Because we have eleven thousand listeners now, they might be listening. Be going. Well, I'm going to get this. I will listen, I'll, I'll get bored, so I'll bring my favorite podcast, my favorite new podcast, and I'll have a listen. I hope they don't imply that what I'm doing is about to get me axe murdered. <laughs> I mean, get out if you're there. <laughs> I would, uh, no, I stand by it. I would do it. I would uh, happily do it. I don't, you know what? Okay, well, okay. What about, it? W- would you, if, 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 your fr- if it was your friend who asked you to do this, would you do it? Um, so take out the danger and they were just like, hey, I want some Ben flavoured noodles. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would like some noodles. I've always wanted to eat noodles that had, that had been soaked with a body. And you knew they weren't going to jerk off. Well, they I just, wouldn't. They just yeah. want, it was a culinary thing. It was a Master Chef challenge. It was, okay, so there's a lot of ifs in this. Like you're really building a, a really strange hypothetical. Well, yeah, I, but just so okay. my, hang on. No, 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 no. So my fr- my friend calls me up. Let's say it's friend of the podcast, Dave Harmon. Dave right? Harmon says. Dave Harmon says I'm, I'm on Master Chef right now. Okay, the hear secret, me out. We, we don't we don't have a lot of time. Friendship is the secret ingredient <laughs> that Matt Preston has told me. George Colin Virus has told me the other ingredient is ramen. I think. Okay, so that's my challenge. Thanks, Dave. I'm at work. Right, I need you to I need you to get to Redfern where we shoot this. Why? Listen to me. Hear me out. Shut up. Shut up. Because I don't have. They've given everybody a minute <laughs> to call somebody. Can you just get to re- bring a bathing suit? <laughs> Don't bring any sauce. Would you? Yeah, so in that scenario, yeah, because I'm a very it? good friend, right? And okay. because I'm in reality TV now, and I know how that goes. Um, <laughs> you want you wanted to get through the next round? <laughs> yeah, that's important. Wouldn't that be great though if they were like? The challenge is friendship, and then like everybody goes off and is like, "Well, I made this quiche that my best friend Bethany taught me to make when we were growing up." And then Dave's like, "I got my friend to stew in these." And they're like, "You did fucking what? Is that who that slippery boy was that we had to kick out of the the, the slippery noodle man? That was you." I just imagine the Master Chef judges walking up to. A bathtub with Dave just sitting in it, filled with noodles, and he's like, eh? eh? And he sort of makes them eat. But there's no utensils, so they've got to like sort of like dip their heads down they like do cattle into they're, a trough. They're filthy pigs. Ugh. 
Oh my god. Uh, so if you're listening and you're in that bathtub, um, you know what? Go see what's on at Littlefield. It's a wonderful comedy venue in Brooklyn. <laughs> um, just as a closer to that, mm. in Australia, the MasterChef judges a couple of months ago got fired. Yes, but, there's, but, but they've also said the well, MasterChef they didn't renew their contracts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, sorry. Yes, they didn't renew their contracts because there was a bit of pre- bad press about one of the guys underpaying his workers and they wanted yep. too much money. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, would you, if, if it was offered to you, would you be a judge on MasterChef? Do you know what I think I'd I'd have difficulty with? I think I would have difficulty in coming up. I'm, I'm always amazed on that show and, because they're food people. They can do it. Mm. But all the different ways they can talk about... Because, like, you know, you think you've got... I don't know how many dishes. Let's say you've got six dishes yeah. an episode. But then you can't say the same thing. You can't as say other. sumptuous every... But, you, but also you can't say the same thing as anybody either side of you. And there's usually a guest judge. So that's right. 24 different ways to describe have a to plan. Describe, have to f- food. <laughs> and once I get to like yummy, I'm kind of out. Like I'm really am. I'm just like, well, that tastes like you did. Did somebody bathe in this? <laughs> I think if I was a MasterChef judge, I would refer to everything as a succulent Chinese meal. Uh-huh, <laughs> just uh-huh. see, how that, see how long I lasted. I think I'd refer to everything as a tasty little morsel. <laughs> Ooh, what do we have here? Tasty, tasty little morsel. Okay, um, if you do it enough, it becomes a catchphrase, and then people want you to say catchphrase and not actually assess the food. Yeah, I get a on sweet, its sweet sponsorship deal. Do, do you think I could do it with? You know how I've got a very, a very specific diet. Very specific diet. Do you think I could? Do you think I could be like? <laughs> I just thought it was. I don't want to. Dairy in that. I don't know. How, how good would it be if like, one Master Chef, right? Like one episode. It's like they they lay it out. The dramatic music. The, the lady comes forward and she's sort of nervous, and then. And then, the and, then one of the, me. and then one of them's like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, thanks, but I'm full. I, <laughs> honestly, I had two pies in the green yeah. room and I, I honestly... Oh. It, I had um, <laughs> some pies and they shouldn't have fed us, but they gave me hummus and um, dipsticks and, you know and what carrots. Did, what did me though was um, I had a I had a chocolate like a uh, chocolate thick shake. Please, I haven't had one of them in yeah. ten years. But oh. please don't think I'm being rude, but because it looks delicious, but I couldn't possibly. <laughs> I simply couldn't. Hing, do you want to take us home? Yes, I do. This one was sent in by Tyler Parrott. Thank you, Tyler. He sent it into our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent this in back in May. So if we'd. Uh, if we'd been on it, we could have been we could have been having these chuckles months ago. Ben. Uh-huh. So this has been uh, this is a screenshot of a of a classified uh, of video games mm-hmm. by an old man that was posted to a group called. How Butter do you know Junkies. he's an old man? His, his image is sort of a bearded. Oh, old okay, man. okay. Yeah. So he looks like a, oh yeah, very old man, like yeah. a kind of hobo, sixty-five-ish yeah. kind of man. Well, um, and he, uh, six, I'm sorry. What's the group? Uh, it's called Barter Junkies. So Barter it's just people junkies. trying to sure. Yeah. Uh, buy swap sells kind of group. Um, this is video games, uh-huh. sixty dollars. Uh-huh. How many video games are we talking? And what are they? Uh, well, there's there's six there, and six six, six video games, sixty bucks. We're we talking like PS two, PS four games. Whoa, so these are, these okay, good. Three eight double o two is the postcode. I think that's in America somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, six PlayStation four games. Oh, six, sorry, six PlayStation four games. My grandson left them here and won't come get them. <laughs> I will oh, now. That's, that's nice because. Okay, yeah. I will now read out the titles of the uh, these because then there's a photo there. Oh, so he hasn't listed. There's a photo. Okay. There's, a yep. fo- there's a photo of like the, a stack the, of games. A stack, a stack of uh, cases. Yep. Okay. I'll read out the titles on all the cases. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. That's not a good game. Mm-hmm. Uncharted, the Wonderf- Nathan Drake collection. Wonderful game. Wonderful collection. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. <laughs> uh, yep. NBA 2K16. Excellent game. Uh, and then there's something called <laughs> Bang That Black Pussy. <laughs> That's not a game. Volume 8. That's not a game. Does it have the PlayStation Blue sort of thing on it? No, all the others. Need for Speed has that. NBA 2K has that. Uh-huh. All of them have the uh, the PlayStation 4 logo on them. Uh-huh. Uh, bang that Bank. black pussy, Volume 8. Just, it, it, it really does stick. I'm looking at the photo now. It really does. Volume 8. Wow. <laughs> which which <laughs> the, que- the question I can't get out of my head is... Mm-hmm. Why was this DVD mm-hmm. at this person's grandfather's house? <laughs> oh yeah, he left. That's a he left them there. Well, he could have been living with his granddad, mm. or he could have like packed a bag to go stay with his granddad. Because <laughs> his way. granddad has a PS4, obviously, and he's just bringing some games. Yeah, that's the other thing. He's selling, yeah, he's selling the games, not the PS4. 
but has brought a, a pornographic uh, a, a, a pornographic DVD. Look, we don't know that. I mean, there's a, it's very likely it's a pornographic DVD. Sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In, in, in what it what do you think? Bang that. Bang that black, black pussy, pussy volume, volume eight, eight could be if it was not a pornographic DVD. Yeah. No. You know, I'm coming up with a blank. You're I mean, right. it could be a pornographic Blu-ray. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> it could be a game. Mm. But maybe not a PS4 game. No, maybe. But if no. we take this man into his word, because usually PS4 games do have that stripe. But yeah. So I mean, there's no Xbox stripe on that. It's not a Nintendo Switch game. Mm, well, no, that'd be really <laughs> off-brand for Nintendo <laughs> Switch. I got to say. Well, I don't know. That, that, no, Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo are uh, sort of renowned for. Uh, just every console generation, just remaking the same games. Sure. So if there was a, it, oh, well, yeah, the volume eight is certainly yeah. in keeping. <laughs> it's it's like a it's I like remember, Final Fantasy seventeen or whatever. It's I like- actually remember bang that black pussy on the SNES. <laughs> it was uh, oh man. Anyone who's about to write in and say that Final Fantasy is available on PlayStation, I don't want to hear it. Uh-huh. I was not. That was just riffing. <laughs> I just no. E- send your wait. Where did where did, where did we say people going to send their emails to now? Uh, to the Governor General of Australia. Yeah, please. Please send all of your complaints or corrections <laughs> to the Governor General of Australia, and then please. say the host of a podcast who please. lives near you. Please do that, actually. If you have... CC us, I guess, because we'll need... CC us. Yeah, because we'll, we'll, we'd like to get the thing. But if you can start sending these ads also, and any feedback you have, maybe like, you know, length of the episodes or, or, or distance between episodes, to the Office of the Governor General, <laughs> I really would like that to happen because someone's going to read it and it's probably going to be the same person. Like, I don't think they'd have more than one media person. Mm, yeah. And... At the very least, it's going to confuse someone for a couple of months. Oh, absolutely. They, 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 they will be baffled by this. It'd or, be good. Or, you know what could be funny? Uh, th- that person could figure it out, and then when I'm walking home one day, I get shot in the head by the <laughs> AFP. <laughs> Just domed through the brain <laughs> by the Australian somehow, Federal Police. <laughs> I don't know which is funnier, but somehow... <laughs> The emails that our listeners have sent to the Governor General yep. constituted through some sort of cryptic like um, yeah, mindscape, Byzantine law, a threat, sure, and they like they sort of they all post on a wall with red twine, sure, and they're like, ah, yes, yeah. it's clear that Ben Jenkins is trying to kill the Governor General, sure, you, you get murdered, yeah, or you know, really executed, sure. I don't know if that's quite funny, or if it's uh-huh. just funny if they're just like. Well, if we kill him, the emails will stop. Yeah. No, that's it's just I, extrajudiciously, I you're think, just fucking I think done by the cops. Every year, and I think it's every financial year, so it, and it doesn't roll over, the Governor General gets to kill two people that are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Ooh. Hey, mm. I have something to plug. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, I've, I, I've got a newsletter now mm-hmm. that uh, people can subscribe to. It's a really fun thing to do. You... you for, for me, <laughs> you pop your details into the, it's a Substack. You pop your details into this this thing, and I send you an email every week. Sometimes two emails a week. And and to be clear, this is I've signed up for this. It's, uh-huh. it's pretty good stuff. It is a uh, the purpose of this email list is mm-hmm. that it's a uh, it's like a it's like short stories and short, fiction and some like writing. It's, yeah, so it's like short fiction and short nonfiction and sometimes essays. The important thing is it's short. Yeah, yeah, it's like nice tasty morsels. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tasty morsels from the groovy hub to mm. quote succession and it's called uh, it's called the idiot report now I asked you this question mm-hmm. on, on our Twitch stream on yes. Thursday night when we were doing Dragon Friends and you weren't really able to give me an answer. Do you think... It's a report for idiots or by an idiot? Yeah, by an idiot mm. or for idiots. I need to look oh, at... Oh, sorry, on idiots, I should say. Oh, so because oh, it could be your for, by, or, or on. <laughs> I think it's all three. Wow. I think it's by idiots, for, for idiots. idiots, on, on idiots. idiots. <laughs> uh, That's but, a pretty good tagline. Yeah. <laughs> But it's uh, yeah, there's there's uh, there's two stories up there now. There'll be another one up there next week, and it, you just get a little email every week, sometimes two. And, and then, uh, and if you're someone who's worried that it's going to be an arduous amount of emails and you're cluttering out your inbox, yeah. As someone who's known Ben mm-hmm. for over a decade now, <laughs> yeah. I know this project will undoubtedly peter out mm-hmm. in the next six to eight weeks. Oh, definitely. So yeah. don't. And, well, and if it doesn't, I'm going to get domed in the head by a sniper <laughs> yeah. rifle. So I mean, it doesn't. By their elite sniper unit. So no, at this point, if you are killed, mm. and uh, just obviously, I'd be very sad. Ah, uh, yeah. Clearly, I'd be very me, sad. I'd be devastated. You'd, you'd be devastated. Yeah. You know what would keep me alive? What? The fact that this podcast would then have to be played as evidence in a court. I think this <laughs> podcast would, and I also think that we have great listeners. We have eleven thousand of them now. That somebody would make a true crime. 
podcast. Because because honestly, like I'm the way I'll die mm. is by like trying to retrieve my AirPods in a toilet and getting flushed <laughs> into the sewers. Like that's how I'm going to go. But I'm really happy that maybe my legacy will be like some conspiracy. Oh sure, you know I, what I mean, yeah. Like, Look, if I go missing now, I think that's really great. Yeah, but if uh, can you just tell into that microphone? Can you just yeah. say that if you do go missing, I didn't do it? Uh, yeah. No, we'll just say I'm those not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. No, just I'm not going to say that. Just say that, just say that say if you go missing, I'm it's not, unlikely. It's it's yeah. impossible that your friend Michael Hing did it. Well, you've said the words now, so that's <laughs> great, and we can all agree that those are some words. So fantastic. <laughs> uh, hey, I also have something to plug. Yep. Uh, at the end of this month, I um, am going to be doing two stand-up comedy shows in Sydney as part of the Sydney Fringe. Yes. Uh, where I will be trying out some new material. But Amazing. here's the kicker. Uh-huh. Uh, ben, uh, I, know, I know you know this. Mm-hmm. I purchased a uh, $250 uh, mascot lobster suit. You did, yeah. Uh, very bright red in nature. <laughs> and I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy in a lobster suit. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. Sure. Uh, but uh, the Saturday show, which is on the 28th, is basically... Sorry, the Friday show on the 27th is basically sold out. So is my newsletter. Get over and it. And the... <laughs> Wednesday show There's still a bunch of tickets left That's great. So the 25th of September If you want to buy some tickets I might try to get to the Wednesday show I like having outings Yeah I'm a <laughs> uh, Look I, I can't I, I I did some I did a A, a t- trial of the trial show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On Wednesday And it, and uh, Victoria Zerps Former guest of the show Said it was the funniest thing She'd ever seen But she's right. also very um, uh, Mentally unwell Sure And man- was in a sort of A manic state at that yeah, point Yeah right right So it's hard to know if Well that's great We know. just recommend That if you want to come to the show Get into a manic state beforehand really do whatever that takes yes uh, get in, uh, get obviously into those... consult your medical professionals yeah. before you do that it's just great because what you want I think what you're saying is if it's between the dizzying highs and the crushing lows I love the dizzying I, highs ideally your ideally. audience would be in the dizzying <laughs> highs phase of Not mania the... Crushing yeah. lows. If no you, one wants to. If you're in the crushing lows, stay away. No, I mean, look, I, I, because there are comedy shows that probably would help you with that. This will not. This yeah. is not yeah, something absolutely. to the depths. Just a man yeah. sweating yep. profusely in a lobster suit. People are calling this the second Nanette, which is weird because <laughs> she's already released another thing. So. <laughs> uh, all right, this has been this has been super fun, and I, 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 I shit you not, there are eleven thousand people uh, people listening to this now, and I do mm-hmm. not know who you are. So please do get in touch. Yes, please do, and let us know uh, like how this how, how this is. How, you, how this has come to you in the last couple of months yeah. And otherwise, uh, we'll see you next time Bye If you like pina coladas And getting caught in the rain If you're not into yoga If you have half a brain If you'd like making love at midnight In the dunes on the cape Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.